Hello, and welcome to Transformation by Truth podcast, where the call become the chosen and those who have been dedicated to serve the Most High receive the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth as we progress our quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life. My name is D.L. Anderson. I'll be your tour guide. Let's get started with today's lesson. Hello, my friends, D.L. Anderson here, and welcome back to Transformation by Truth podcast and the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life 2022 week four. Now, today we'll continue with the Perfection and Everlasting Life series, two weeks to examine the prize and the goal of the quest for holiness. Now, today is the start of week two of this series. And the objectives of week two are analyze spiritual perfection and death, promote the power of doing your spiritual best, examine the model of divine imputation, reveal the importance of remaining focused on the prize, and discuss the importance and role of death on this quest. Now, today's podcast is Lecture E, a word of truth accounting of the spiritual models of perfection and everlasting life, day six. And the title of today's podcast is Perfection More Perfectly Continued. We speak wisdom among those who are perfect and not the wisdom of this age. 1 Corinthians 2, 6. Now, the lecture E objectives are provide a high-level summary of part one of this lecture, show how perfection is equated to doing your spiritual best, examine the conflict between perfection and goodness, and reemphasize the importance of following the spirit and not man. Now, for those of you who have joined our virtual book club, this lecture references chapter one of the Pinnacle of Holiness, volume one, if thou will be perfect. Now, this lecture also references chapter one of the Pinnacle of Holiness, volume three, the model of perfection. Let's begin with a high-level summary of part one. Now, part one began with an analysis of a perfect assessment and the conclusion that perfection although it is a door at the end of the quest for holiness, can be realized along the way. All you have to do is demonstrate your mastery of the Father's will by doing what you know is right, not necessarily doing everything that is right for the certain model of rightness. Now, perfection is not equated to doing everything right based upon superlative or subjective standards. On the contrary, Perfection is equated to doing everything you know is right based upon the knowledge you have received and are thus accountable for. Now, this speaks to the key of knowledge and the fact that the Father does not evaluate us by knowledge we don't rightly possess. On the contrary, he evaluates us by our obedient faith and the knowledge we have received. 
This led us to analyze our levels of knowledge. And we came to understand that the standard of perfection is different for everyone due to the basis of knowledge. Thus, we concluded no two individuals have the same path into everlasting life. They are all similar, but no two paths are exactly the same. Likewise, we must all abide by the same guiding principles, and we must all follow the same universal course of holiness, and must all go through the transformation. Yet at the detailed level, your request is unique to you. The same way no two people in our world are exactly alike, this quest is a special feature of life despite Likewise, we must all abide by the same guiding principles, and we must all follow the same universal course of holiness, and we must all go through the transformation. Yet at the detailed level, your quest is unique to you. The same way no two people in our world are exactly alike, this quest is a special feature of life designed especially for you. Now, this is precisely why you are more than able to succeed it. Yet many are failing because they have been poisoned by an overfixation on rightness. These have fairly tied their spiritual fortunes to a path that can only lead to endless death, for it is the foundation of the disastrous model of self-righteousness. Now, progressive spiritualism is not based upon self-righteousness, for the word of truth reveals there is none right. Likewise, no one can attain unto the model of righteousness outside of the spiritual precedence of divine imputation. Therefore, the path to perfection is the only viable path into everlasting life. Through this cause, we expose rightness as the fixation that destroys, and we strengthen our case for perfection. From now, I will further harden our case for perfection, leaving no doubt it is the singular requirement for everlasting life. Now, this next section is entitled, Perfection is Doing Your Spiritual Best. Here's a question. What does it mean to be perfect? What does it look like? And how do you know you are walking in perfection? The answer by constantly putting forth your best spiritual effort until you reach a plane where you are daily achieving your spiritual best. Now, the key to this reality is clearly the amazingly wonderful spirit. As you walk in the spirit and in truth, you will find your best getting better every day. This is because your obedient faith in the Father's will is steadily increasing your spiritual volume and capacity. If you were to consider this from a numerical perspective, you experience exponential increase as you walk the way of holiness. Ergo, if you are a spiritual 10 today, your obedient faith will transform you into a 20 in a short course of time. Notwithstanding, this increase parallels an increase in the Father's expectations. 
as the saying goes, well, dang it, Dell, are you kidding me? Notwithstanding, this increase parallels an increase in the father's expectations. As the saying goes, what got you here won't get you there. For every level of holiness is higher than the level before it and has a greater requirement for success. Thus, the effort required to progress from one level to the next consistently increase as you carry on your quest. Do not be discouraged by this for you will be equipped with all the tools you need to succeed. All you have to do is stay focused on spiritual increase. If you do, you will, at some point near the end of your quest, notice how your spiritual best is constantly resulting in flawless execution. This will transpire in the final phase of the transformation process, a phase accurately designated as perfection. Here lies confirmation, for holiness and transformation are parallels. As the way of holiness concludes with perfection, so does the transformation process, and progressing both courses requires our spiritual best. For this cause, I encourage you to always do your spiritual best, no matter where you are at in your quest. And do not be discouraged if you are just getting started. For the race is not given to the swift, neither is a battle given to the strong. Yet if you endure until the end, you will be saved. Remember, Elohim is a fair and righteous judge. Therefore, no matter where you are in your quest today, tomorrow, or a year from now, there are two unifying attributes of all those who are being set apart and will eventually be saved. One. We are all in the way of holiness. And two, we are all doing our spiritual best every day. Let's now discuss perfection, the goodness. Now, the progression of this analysis brings us face to face with the second most destructive alternative to perfection. That would be goodness. Like rightness, i.e. the number one destructive alternative to perfection, goodness is a common feature of the modern church. And like rightness, the modern church has altered the model of goodness into a subjective standard. Yet goodness, again, like rightness, is both universal and objective. It is not interpretational. Just look at the modern church and you can see why. Truly, whenever you give degenerate men the power of evaluation, you will obtain neither a fair nor impartial assessment. Neither will it be consistent, for they forfeit the unity of the spirit. This is why 10 different Christians will have 10 different views on what a good person is. And all 10 of them will be wrong. Here's a question. Why has the modern church embraced a fragmented model of goodness in favor of perfection? The answer is because they have no true desire to constantly put forth their best spiritual efforts, not even to inherit everlasting life. 
This is the exact opposite effect of rightness. If you recall, those who are negatively impacted by rightness are affected because they know they can never attain unto it. Thus, they have created their own model of self-righteousness in order to justify themselves under the premise that they must be justified, but in error because a man cannot justify himself. Romans 3.30 reads, It is one Elohim who shall justify the circumcised by belief and the uncircumcised through belief. Galatians 3.7-9 reads, Know then that those who are of belief are sons of Abraham. And the scripture, having foreseen that Elohim would justify the nation by belief, announced the good news to Abraham beforehand, saying, All the nations shall be blessed in you, so that those who are of belief are blessed with Abraham, the believer. These verses prove that it is Elohim who justifies, and he only justifies those who walk in obedient faith to his will. Now, this speaks to the fault of those who have elevated goodness over perfection. These are not discouraged by the weight of rightness. These simply have no desire to do their best, regardless of what's at stake. Remember, the way of holiness is made up of many spiritually and physically demanding courses. Yes, you are more than able to complete each one, but it's going to take your spiritual best effort. And that, unfortunately, is more than many are prepared to give. True, it doesn't help when their leaders deceive them into believing they can inherit the prize discipleship without paying the cost. Yet in the end, and after all, we are all accountable for our actions. My advice to you is simple, consistent, and sure. Never take my word for anything, neither take the word of any man or woman. Rather, hear what is being said, pray on it, and search the scriptures. In doing so, you will find the word of truth declaring some version of the phrase, let no man deceive you, six times. And it warns against deception on even more occasions. As I often say, we are living in the misinformation age. Hardly anyone invests the time to make sure they're getting it right, showing themselves as beacons of truth and of light. That's why you're with us at Pinnacle Point of Ministries and on this quest. It's because the Spirit has committed you that we have the truth. And the same Elohim that called us to share this truth has called you to receive it. Remember, my friends, many are called, but few are chosen. Therefore, do your utmost to make your calling and election sure. Choose to be chosen and be prepared to give it your best spiritual effort every day. Now, here is the final word. There is no goodness outside of perfection in your spiritual best. Now, there are three prevailing paths that men have staked their claims on in order to have everlasting life. Self-righteousness, goodness, and perfection. Yet there's only one path that affords a prize, 
And this we have proven is perfection. Now, the focal reason why perfection is the only path to everlasting life is sure. Perfection is the only path that requires us to put forth our best spiritual effort. This is something we'll further examine in tomorrow's podcast. That is the truth that we cannot have everlasting life if we don't give our spiritual best in this life. This will be another pivotal podcast. And I ask you all to prepare your hearts and minds to receive it. For the only way you will make progress on this quest after tomorrow is if you truly believe in perfection and are committed to doing your spiritual best. Here again, I do not ask you to believe it because I'm saying it or because I'm strengthening my case with scriptures. I ask you to believe it because the spirit has committed you and he has made it clear to you that this is the way of truth and he has commanded you to walk in it just as he has commanded me. Now, here is today's assignment. Take some time to meditate on this lesson. And in your time of prayer, ask the Spirit to convict you of the truth concerning these matters and stay in prayer until you hear from the Spirit. Then be prepared for tomorrow's podcast and to keep your quest going. Remember, we still have a long way to go, and only your best will get you there. Now, here is what's next. Today's podcast is Perfection More Perfectly Part 2, and tomorrow's podcast is The Power of Doing Your Best. Now, if you are a member and have questions, please click the Q&A box underneath the video player. Likewise, if you have comments you want to share with the group, please share those in the comment box located beneath the Q&A box. Now, if you're not a member, you have questions about today's podcast, feel free to contact us via our website at www.pinnacleofholiness.com and use the form on our contact page, and we will respond to you as soon as we can. And thank you for being with us today. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember to tune in with us every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And if you haven't already, visit us at www.pinnacleofholiness.com and make sure you sign up to join the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life 2022.